Do you ever get stuck with thinking about how to structure your content? Maybe you're new to YouTube, podcasting, or blogging, and you might have an idea of what you want to say, but you just don't know how to say it. You know, when starting out with online business, things like creating content, ads, copy, Facebook lives, YouTube videos, all of these things, they become vital pieces to your business. But sometimes we just don't have a simple framework of how to structure the content to keep it short and to the point and to have the elements needed to make it an effective piece that serves a purpose. Well, I want you to stay tuned because I have a simple structure I want to share with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Optimal Achiever Podcast. My name is Mike, and in today's episode, I'm going to share with you a simple five-part structure that you can use to structure any of your content, whether it's a YouTube video, a Facebook Live, a blog post, or a podcast episode. And I want you to stay tuned to the very end as I reveal the most important element to include in this structure. I want you to imagine that you're walking through the mall and you're with your favorite person whether that's your spouse, your best friend, your mom, you know, your siblings, and you're getting to the favorite part of going to the mall, which even though shopping gives you that, you know, that temporary boost of happiness, which is great, our favorite part of the mall is always getting to that food court, right? You can smell the food. So you start walking towards the food court and your brains are already starting to think, oh, what do I want to eat? What am I craving? So as you're walking to the food court, you're getting samples, right? People are handing out some samples and you're trying out um, to see if that's what you're going to eat that day. So let's just say you're hungry, but at the same time, there's a smoothie place. And the smoothie place, you're, you have this thirst in you too that you want to you know, you get something nice and big to go along with your meal. And the smoothie place offers you, you know, some samples. And when you try it, you're like, definitely, I want to get a smoothie with my meal. So as so that smoothie gets hooks you right in, right? So you go to the smoothie place and you look at their menu. And there's even someone there that's helping you out and saying, hey, we got this and we got that. We got the power smoothies and we got the fruit smoothies and the veggie smoothies. Um, and they're helping you decide, right? They're, they're creating this kind of like offer that they're making available to you, right? So that you can decide what you want to eat. So you decide, you choose, you go to the cashier and you're paying for this smoothie, right? You're actually going to get the smoothie that they offered you. Now, before you go, what do they do? They give you a little card and they stamp it and they say, hey, if you fill out this card, we'll give you a free smoothie, right? We've gotten this before in many places. And then before you leave, the cashier as the receipt prints out, she goes ahead and gives you the receipt and says, hey, if you go online and you fill out that survey, you automatically get entered into a drawing to win something, right? So you go ahead, grab your smoothie, enjoy it. And maybe if you're really interested in what that drawing had to offer, you go ahead and you do it. So I just wanted to make this quick illustration to kind of show you in a very visual way what this five-part structure is all about. So the five parts to it is you have a hook, you have a setup, you have a payoff, an open loop, and a call to action. The hook is all about getting the person to just listen, to stop for a moment to listen what you have to say, right? So in the food court, 
you know, you have an idea of what you want to eat, right? So the people that are giving you samples, that's the hook. They're giving you samples to try to disrupt what you were going to do and to stop you for a moment and say, hey, look what we have, right? So that hook has to immediately disrupt the person and make them interested, you know, make them have a curiosity gap, right? Where they want to know, okay, what else you got? Or maybe it's just good right off the bat and you're like, okay, I want, I want to see more of what you have to offer. The second part is the setup. And the setup is basically when you go up to see what else they got, right? What, what else do they offer in their menu? What specials you got going on? You know, what is it that I can get? Um, so that's the setup, right? The payoff is when they actually deliver what you ordered, right? So you ordered something or you came there for a specific reason and they're basically, the payoff is that they're delivering that, those goods to you. Exactly what they said on their menu, they're going to they're gonna give it to you. They're going to fulfill that, right? The fourth part of the structure is the open loop. And that's kind of when they give you the card, right? The card that they stamp and they say, hey, if you come back, right? It's just giving the person something that's saying that if you come back, there's something that I can give you. There's something that you might be interested in. And that kind of gets people to come back, right? Because they want to complete that, especially if it's like a lunch break thing from work where you know you're always going to go to the same place. So you might as well start getting that, that card stamped each time you go. And then the last thing is the call to action. So that's when on the receipt, they say, hey, um, you know, sign up for this for, uh, or fill out the survey and, and you'll be entered into a drawing, right? So here they want to capture your email. Maybe they say, hey, you get 10% off if you like us on Facebook, right? It's just a call to action. It's, it's just a very direct um, order, you know, or command so that someone knows what to do. Because if not, they won't do it. They won't just naturally say, hey, maybe I should go in like the Facebook group. But maybe if they say, hey, if I want 10% off, I will sign up um, or like their Facebook group so I can get that percentage off. So again, the five-part structure is the hook, the setup, the payoff, the open loop, and the call to action. So I've done this with this very episode, right? You know, I had a hook and I told you like, you know, at the beginning, hey, do you, you know, have trouble structuring your content? Because I know I did, right? So I know that this is a problem that some people have. That was the hook. You know, in the setup, I said, hey guys, welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to show you a simple five-part structure so that you can structure your content right? Regardless of whatever content it is. Uh, the, the payoff I, was me actually delivering, you know, what are the five, what are the five pieces of that structure, right? And you're going to see what the open loop is, you know, once I finish with the payoff that I'm still in, right? I'm still kind of delivering this payoff to you. And then at the very end, I'm going to give you a call to action, which I'm going to ask you to subscribe to the channel or check out my YouTube page or follow me on Instagram. But um, so that's that is the five part structure that you can use. Sometimes you might not know. Sometimes you have an idea of what you want to say and you can use the structure so that you can lay it out, you know, very organized. And so that you can flow through the whole uh, whatever it is, the whole YouTube uh, episode or podcast episode. Um, but sometimes um, you can just use it to kind of brainstorm a little bit, you know, to kind of say, well, what is what is a hook that would get people in? Or, you know, what is a payoff that people want? And then from there, you start filling in the other pieces of this structure. And like I said, and like I promised to you guys, 
The most important element that I think that you can add to any piece of content, even if you don't follow the structure, but if you follow the structure, you want to start thinking about what stories can you include in your payoff? You know, what stories can drive a point or can illustrate something? And the reason why stories are important is, I want to say they're important for two main reasons. Um, One is that the more senses that you include, and what I mean by senses is that if you start making them like see things in their head, if you start making them hear things and taste things, then more parts of their brain are going to be activated, right? So there's just going to be more engaged overall with the content, right? If I say, oh, what does this taste like? If I said orange chicken, you've probably had orange chicken before and know what it's like to get sucked in to buy that um, Asian food. If I said, well, I said smoothie, right? Sometimes you've had that smoothie and that kind of sucked you in, right? Um, If I said, you know... Uh, the smell of cinnamon rolls, right? You would be like, oh, yes, I know that smell. I've smelled it before, right? So a smell, a taste, you know, visual, uh, describe something visually. And the, more, the more senses you include, the more brain activity or the more you're going to engage the entire brain. And it's just going to engage the, your audience a little bit better. And the second reason, which I didn't really use in this episode, but um, it's one of the most powerful things is that stories change your state. And what I mean by change your state is like, let's say, for example, you watch a dramatic movie. You go in watching the dramatic movie feeling one way. And by the end of it, you're moved. You know, you're moved. You're crying. You're sad. You're happy. You know, um, because when you're watching a movie, there's a story being told and it changes your state. Right. Your your physical, emotional and mental state. You know, so that is very powerful for you to use. Um, so that you can put a person in a better state of mind that would make them want to listen more to you, that would make them want to buy from you, right? You can't, ch- you can't make a person make a decision if you haven't changed their state because they weren't intending on something until you change their state. Then they'll, they'll have an intention. If, I'm, if I motivate a person, then they'll, their state will change and they may, might at that point have more of an intention to do something about it. So in this episode, we talked about structuring your content, but what if you don't know what to say or even have a clue of what type of content to produce? Well, in the very next episode, I'm going to share with you how you can discover and create the content that your audience is looking for and the content that is going to grow your following. So if you notice what I did there, that's my open loop. I gave you a little preview into the next episode. And if it's something that resonates with you and it's something that you want to learn or maybe you're struggling with, then you'll tune in or subscribe. And the last piece of the puzzle is the call to action, which is what I'm going to go into right now. And I would say, all right, guys, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening in. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed the podcast and found some value in it. Um, Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Optimal Achiever. All right, guys, until next time.